Hello and welcome to Paper Tuesdays, episode 7, with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Oh, what an episode we have lined up for you. You've pressed play on this audio adventure. And Mark, is a novelty, I thought I'd prepare for today's podcast. Uh-huh. What a rare occasion <laughs> this is. A thank you, of course, to our Patreon supporters. Yes, the faithful. They back us to the hilt and we salute them. To executive producers, Gavin Stamp, Connor Moore and Podge Dwyer. To our producers, The Breed and The Fanula from The Bandwagons podcast. John O'Hallan, Thomas O'Neill, all the way from Canada. Avian Halpin, all the way from Casanown and our loyal fans Shane Halpin Michael Halpin Roisin Kinsella and of course the godfather of all the podcasts it's Mr. Robbie Dunn <laughs> How are you feeling Mark? Unbelievable Ah that's I'm the spirit that's, We've got the energy we're ready to go Will we give Parish of the Week yeah, yeah, you've yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> We've just had great excitement here as we've relived the memories of the, and the highlights of the recent uh, Parish of the Week there Handworth in Cheshire near Manchester 6,000 people live there Jackie Weaver has claimed Parish of the Week there with her nothing um, but positive support arising from the uh, Parish Council meeting where she she kicked out people from the Zoom call and uh, hopefully Robbie might be able to insert a clip here. Jackie has become a viral sensation during the heated meeting. She kept her cool and some members became abusive and muttered under their breath and hysterical laughter also um, emerged as well. So hats off to Handforth for making parish council meetings cool again. Over to you, Jackie. As um, Councillor Smith says, I'm afraid there's no way of stopping him calling himself Clark. Please refer to me as Britney Spears from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I loved it. I'm glad I watched it now. You made me watch it before I started. Oh, that was brilliant. Brilliant. You you didn't head into all those sort of parish councils and things like that. Has anything like that ever sort of come up? No, no. If anything, I've seen decline of formalities. But (laughs) what I see, I think there's actually, there are a lot of clips circulating of that meeting going around. And I didn't actually realise until I saw your clip there that your man just declared himself Clark (laughs) at the meeting. You could declare yourself Clark of Castletown, (laughs) you know. I'm the Clark of Castletown. Do not interrupt me. You can't kick me out of the meeting. Yeah, so uh, fair play. Uh, No, I haven't seen any of that. But when we think of um i just when i said there parish council's cool again just images of people in rural ireland came up there do you remember the western correspondent for he's dead now from rte jim fahey do you remember him oh there's a great clip of him uh, jim fahey on the back of a horse um and he he saps it to, to go around ending his regional report we might be able to find that for the old uh, instagram but um yeah you have to love people that just capture um rural parts of the country in 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 their vigor so uh yeah jim didn't have any controversy but he found a good pony anyway then yeah yeah <laughs> so parish of the, i think that's a unanimous vote we're happy to back and for, yeah. yeah yeah very good very good now let's go to an article mark mm. it's a long time since i've done this first time in 2021 actually <laughs> so this comes from the irish daily mirror a very reputable source irish woman catches spooky snap of trapped ghost outside Jundon church in county wexford Mm. Karen Furlong, aged 44 from New Ross, explained that she caught the spooky snap by chance at St. Mary's Church. So it was a Saturday night, it was snowing, she ran out, she brought her phone with her. She was sitting up in bed looking at the phone then and she said, hang on a second. She zoomed in and said, oh my God, I think that's a ghost, a spirit. And it just took off from there. She is 100% certain that it's a spirit or a ghost. And you can actually see some sort of a mystery figure in the the picture anyway. So then Karen has a direct quote here in the Irish Daily Mirror. I'm a shamanic master. (laughs) I practice holistic healings. So I pick up on stuff from time, most of the time. But that night I didn't. 
But something made me take a few pictures that night. I just kept snapping and I think I caught that walking up the road. Now to me, I originally thought it was a monk. But the more I look at it, I can see the despair in the figure's face. And I think it might be a woman. The church was built in 1210 by William Marshall. There's just a lot of history there. We've always been told stories that there's dungeons over in that church. And there's a tunnel that leads all the way underneath the church and under the River Barrow. We're getting even deeper now into Karen's uh, story here. So please bear with us, Paper Tuesdayans. Karen said that some mediums have weighed in with some wilder theories, including that the spirit may be trapped in the wall. (laughs) She added, to me, I think it might be an old woman with something around her shoulders. Now, another medium came back to my sister and said, it's a woman as well, but there's a bishop with her. But the bishop is not shown in the picture. So that's how this story from the Irish Daily Mirror comes to an abrupt end here with the accounts from Karen. Of course, her name is Karen as well. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, you'd have to. We'll, we'll put this on the Instagram as well, please. I, I hope I'll remember now. But uh, it's a funny, it's, it's it's an interesting old picture now because you do see a shadow of some sorts there on the Sunday night. So what do you think, Mark? Uh, do you believe know. this shamanic master, Karen? Shamanic, yeah, I don't think so. No. I don't know. Like, no. Jesus. Are ghosts real? Do you think ghosts are real? Oh, we've like, discussed I know spirit, before. spirits and stuff like and right. all that, but like in terms of ghosts and seeing shit, is that just me seeing something? Like, do you know? Sometimes okay. I get like floaters in my eye and like something will move yeah. in the corner and then like, did you see that? No, that was in your eye. Yes. I know this is episode seven, but probably in a previous episode <laughs> seven, we also discussed how I previously saw, saw shadows oh, and yeah. I described them while on the Skype. So I'm going to stick with their idea that there are ghosts, but I'm not going to become uh, obsessed with this idea or, well, I hope I won't anyway. Um, yes, I think, I, yeah, because I those shadows um are very hard to replace, but I know... For you listening, you probably think that madman Michael, he went in his green tea, seeing those shadows again. You Um, (laughs) non-believers. Hedons. That reminds me. I was in the shop there yesterday and Paper Tuesdays, uh, the the man in the shop said, uh, so what do you talk about? Mark, I stumbled. I couldn't. (laughs) And I eventually said, we talk about general stuff. So if you know what we talk about here on Paper Chooses as we enter episode 7, please do let us know. Letters to the editor at paperchooses.com. Send us a bio. A bio, please. We'd love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, will we go to... We're, we're just happy to that Karen saw that and uh, best of luck to them all, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah fair thanks. enough. Um, so another this story now from another reputable source, this time the Sunday Times. Crash diets turn lockdowns fat cats into fit kits. Um, One in five cats have put on weight during the pandemic as owners spoiled them with treats while stuck at home. Many are 50% heavier than a year ago, research by the Cats Protection Charity suggests. Cats have typically gained two pounds or five pounds, leaving them at risk of diabetes, joint problems and urinary infections. A pet cat usually weighs nine to 11 pounds. More than one in four owners admit overfeeding cats since March, with about a third also allowing them to visit their neighbours for seconds. 2,000 people were surveyed. Now, that's some story, isn't it, from the Sunday Times? How could people do this? Let their cats become obese. Yeah. Uh, I, I do you the... train cats? No, I, I, don't. No. I oh. leave cats alone, which oh. is what they want and what I want to do to them. So oh. I do that, right? Yeah. So cats are uh, a funny thing. I seen a meme a while ago and it was like, this sort of mountain lion shadowish creature on top of a rock looking like sort of majestic and pensive. And it's like, maybe I'll go see what those humans are doing over by that fire. Then it like 
there's the bottom half of the picture of like a fat big obese man lying on a couch with a big obese cat lying on top of it and it says 2000 years later under it <laughs> so like there's people that make cats go vegan which is the most stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, cats are tigers yeah Gen- like they are they just are tigers and right. lions that's their genetic makeup they don't care about you look at you like Jordan Peterson yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peterson. the cats are tigers we're the lobsters and that's the way it is okay yeah. there's no evidence for anything else good night <laughs> good interesting uh, contribution there though Mark um, yes cats um, yeah I don't I wouldn't really get the whole going to vegan thing given the whole uh, idea of the cat catching the mouse you know mm. um, yeah it's their job it's their they job their duty but no not mittens their responsibility mittens is different he cares about me Oh dear Sorry I gendered mittens there I didn't mean to do that (laughs) Oh sorry We should have an apology section On each podcast Um, Anyhow It's time to move on To um, It's time to move on to One of our favourite parts of the week It's um, Thanks Robbie for this Do you know something I am sick to the tits of the Americanization of some words you have lads here going on about the sidewalk it's the footpath the fucking footpath right then you have other lads talking about oatmeal the likes of you Michael it's fucking porridge right get it right it's fucking porridge you were brought up in the back arse of Wexford near Gorey not fucking uh, Tennessee or New York or somewhere like that it's fucking porridge and that's it that's how a flash flood should be 28 seconds bang to the point destruction in its wake that's what we want oh, I'm happy with that and you know what you're right flash flood you're right yeah, it's nice yeah. to know we're not immune either anyone can get it you can call us yeah. out you can call out yeah Brits, exactly anyone yeah. the dubs yeah, yeah this is a good one for the dubs you know just to know that you know we anyone, share something in common yeah anyone can get it I like how actually Robbie you've only noticed out that you underlined flash flooding flash flooding yes yes very effective Um. yeah Okay, I think it's time for some uh, TTPs. We'll oh, yeah, let's yes. go. Yeah. Let's ooh, go. Ooh, ooh. Uh, one moment now. First of all, we oh, just yeah. start with one that I didn't write down. Uh, oh. I no longer know what day it is. That's true. Ever. Yeah. My life has been a perpetual Wednesday. <laughs> Seriously, every day feels like Wednesday because I, oh. w- like, I wake up at the same time every day and I go to sleep at the same time every day and I have a checklist of things I do every day and I do the same thing every day so every day feels like the same day but it's like some days I do a different thing in the schedule but I don't think of that as a different day it's like oh tomorrow I do a different thing so when you text me it's like or whatever like Saturday it's like oh yeah Saturday grand that's three days away but it's like tomorrow is Saturday yeah and that actually just happened yesterday like and it's a source of endless entertainment so I know we had a previous podcast where Mark discovered he had to record a podcast with maybe 30 seconds notice but uh, yesterday he said oh I'm really looking forward to Saturday I said hi Mark just said you know tomorrow is Saturday <laughs> but uh, do you do anything to differentiate your days as I know you've said that you have different things but like there are mm. certain things that I maybe it's because I work Monday to Friday mm. that I will do certain things on a weekend and they will be fantastic now I know that mm. defies the uh, logic and the argument of Pablo Picasso in that you should uh, live your life not uh, you know what was that thing Picasso's dichotomy you've sent it to me before Marcus oh. um, you shouldn't live looking forward to the weekend and then dreading the Monday You that's not how your life should be structured mm. anyhow that's yeah. a discussion for another day mm. but uh, that's how I like there are things at the weekend now that I I just love a bit of extra, a long exercise on a Saturday morning yeah um, 
Yeah, but uh, sorry, the question was, what mm. do you do to, could that be a way for you to make days feel not like Wednesday? No, yeah, there is definitely is stuff I could do to make things feel not like Wednesday. But uh, I very changed my training program yesterday, so that's Ooh. something fun and exciting. It's not really a house party, but it's, <laughs> it is for me, okay? Right, but like say, so some days I do like class at different times, whatever, that's sort of how I differentiate the days. But in terms of having something big to look forward to, no, I don't have things to look forward to. I just wake up and do things every day. Hmm. At the minute, at the minute, like yeah. I do plan when this lockdown ends on going outside and oh. stuff. So that's something to look forward to. This is a good opportunity, Mark, to lead us to that TTP that we had lined up in that uh, you went for runs during the week. It probably was Wednesday when you went mm. for these runs. Yeah. And you met a, uh, a stranger. Oh. And you were struck by the stranger uh, when, and you took out your phone when you finished your runs and you sent me a voice note to describe the encounter that you had. Mm. Tell us all. So it wasn't a stranger. It was, I, do, I knew the person. It was a stranger currently because I don't see people at all. I see my immediate family and I see you two. And yeah, that's probably it really, the people I see. And uh, in person, obviously. But uh, yeah, so I went doing my runs. I had to do five one kilometer runs. So I picked the flattest road in Castellone to do it, which isn't outside my 5k, right? Right. <laughs> so I went on those and I met, you meet a lot of people walking because it's on a, a certain walked path in Castellone the whole time. And you know, you talk to people and you come across people and you're like, oh, I have a conversation. It's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while or whatever. And that's foreign completely now to me anyway, to probably to most people because you, you do see the same people every day. So when you see someone, you come across and be like, oh, how are you? How are you getting on? What, how, what's new or what's this or whatever? And that's invigorating a little bit like it's a bit exciting and that's something that i'm looking forward to doing on a regular basis once lockdown ends I and mean, it's something that i didn't know i would appreciate or i never thought i was missing but it's like catching up with someone that you've come across rather than plan to meet you know that's fun like it's it's weirdly exciting that's, so that's something to look forward to a beautiful fluid contribution there mark mm. what i would say is i think that's a natural evolution from your practices as a whole so you know you're things of gratefulness um, mm. you know that you are grateful for things every day and now when you start to think and look for things to be grateful for that that's expanding and it's resulting in you seeing connections that you wouldn't have spotted before and appreciating them mm. uh, instead of just living in our own little bubble and um, that's just a, something that strikes me about um, yeah. that encounter maybe or like maybe it's because i finished five one kilometer runs and i was just happy in a good mood and then I thought, oh yeah that was nice too so maybe yeah. that was it like but yeah your sounds nicer <laughs> uh, my father is a big one and, and uh, that'll be Paul Dwyer who's yeah. a patreon supporter and you can go on to patreon.com forward slash paper yeah. and um my father was saying that the endorphins that uh, come out when you're uh, finished a run i don't get them a whole lot now mm. but do you would you at the end of a workout would you be conscious of a release of endorphins um a lot mm. of the time or? yeah it depends on what you're doing like uh running yeah you do feel sort of a runner's high or whatever it, you don't always get it uh, so you get more so on endurance runs i find you don't get that in your endurance runs do you um sometimes maybe there was once there was once a striking memory of it, all right, a few weeks ago, but no, not really. Well, I suppose I'm just generally trying to be upbeat as much as possible, given my influence of Tony Robbins in my life. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Runs, yes. And Runs, yeah. <laughs> I get it more so from weightlifting. I prefer to running. Right. I get yeah, I get yeah. more whatever maybe it's my makeup compared to other people's, you know, what way yeah. they are, but I really I always feel better and good and like 
full while I'm after lifting weights. So Brilliant. that's why I enjoy it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do a bit of exercise. It'll make your week a bit different than Wednesday. That's what we say all the time on this paper Tuesday. Is progression towards a goal the only prize up for grabs? Yes, so this was an old one, but it's a good one all the same. Um, I, I, I think I put this one here because I, this is something I was grappling with, you know, that um, we're not meant to enjoy the goal, but we're meant to try and enjoy the process, but the process can be such a chore sometimes. Um, do you find that difficult, Mark, or do you um, have you come to enjoy the process of, you know, everyday tasks? Yeah, you have to see it as like sometimes like you know you can write down a goal and be like I want to be this weight by this time or I want to be able to run this far whatever it is and then you get caught up in the daily tasks of it like you have because you have to you have to pay attention to what you're doing at the time while you're doing it, it has to get your focus and then you sort of forget about the long-term goal and then you actually get to the long-term goal and you're like oh yeah I forgot that was the goal and now I'm here which is weird so you have to sort of find yourself caught up in the process to actually get to it and most of the time what you forget about the end goal while you're doing it because you're so focused on the actual thing and yeah. then when you get to the goal you're like oh yeah that was a goal and you have to set another one yeah it's weird like we're sort of we're uh aim isn't aim seeking creatures or whatever is the way it's described that you you we pick a target and then you work towards it and somehow you get there in the end or if even if you don't get there you get somewhere close to it and then you re-aim at another target and it moves you in another direction so yeah yeah that that all make makes sense and but what I find sometimes is that I fall down into the habit of maybe um get hooked up on the goal so mm. then that um oh it's like almost a hmm how am I explaining that like you know you're just constantly just moving forward without thinking about enjoying the moment and, mm. and so I I I actually there. It's it's Robbins actually who uh, gave the good idea. Yes, good man, Tony. <laughs> he said that become a better person in mm. the process, and that that gave me a deeper understanding and a fuller understanding of this idea. Because if if I just see the goals and you have to meet them, well, then you just feel the pressure of it, and you just have to steamroll through the process, like mm. going on a bypass instead of actually enjoying the journey. Yeah. So by thinking about it as just becoming a better person in general. Mm. It's a lot easier to relate to it. Yeah. I, that's what I found anyway. Yeah. I think most goals should be aiming towards you having a better day every day. Mm. Isn't that what it all is? Like you want to have a better life. That's why you're trying to achieve anything. So yeah. it should be all working towards making you feel better every day. Yeah. So your goals should probably include like your health, improving your finances, improving your education, reading, learning, writing, whatever. And like you should enjoy those processes because they, those are the processes that make you better. It's not really about the end goal as such. It's about actually becoming more proficient in those things and enjoying your daily life better. Yeah. And what you're saying there in the looking at the micro goals as in zooming in on the daily routine, what I, a great quote in the book that you gave me from um, Rewire Your Mindset by Brian Keane was, um, tell me what you do today and I'll tell you where you'll be in five years time. Ooh. And uh, that's a, powerful uh, idealistic uh, but uh, um, a glorious aspiration of the future isn't it like uh, to think of what you do today can reap the rewards through compound interest in uh, years to come yep that's a big words there oh <laughs> <laughs> um 
Oh, this was one from you, Mark. Mm. If started, if you've started something and are consistently giving it the water and sunlight it needs to grow. Actually, I don't think you put it in as a TTP, but I just love the expression of it when? that I just was this week. That was an old no, one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, weeks ago. Mm. But um, it, it is. I, I love the imagery of it as well. You know, it just in whatever it is to constantly give water to it and sunlight. Um, it needs to grow. Um, yeah, I just liked it. And that's why it made the cut. Let's jazz things up here and skim down this list. Rob lips at Mark. Yes. You like him. Yeah. 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 I do. Um, in a weird way. Like, I, I don't know. Have, have you followed his stuff, really? You send me stuff. And you've actually sent me stuff for months on end. And I always <laughs> thought, like, it was a joke. But to be honest, Mark, it became such a chain. I was like, no, he's consuming so much of Rob Lipset <laughs> that he must enjoy something about Rob Lipset. Mm. Um, things stand out in my I, memory and ideas of Rob Lipset. Mainly, you know, that's what you get when you do pre-workout, baby. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I have a bit of a coloured impression of mm. Mr. Lipset but um, ah sure look he's, he's grand he does his thing and I don't follow him that's mm. how I treat it now but you think that you know he knows what he's at and mm. he's kind of ah sure look I like seeing him how he's getting on in Marbella yeah he does people give out about him like oh he's faker he's up his own arse because he's taking all these photos of himself like fair play to him he's living in Marbella he has like really fucking nice cars he travels around the world he's a very good looking girlfriend and he seems happy and he's very successful with his protein pancakes his business he's a very successful man like and for doing what like recording himself so what's wrong with that why wouldn't anyone do that if they could it's a lesson to paper chooses that we all need to do (laughs) pre-workout um but uh, yes well absolutely uh but just to draw on that a little bit more there was something you said about him uh you actually say that his exercise is spot on you know it's not um mm. you know he's he's not um doing anything he's not faking it like <laughs> he, not, yeah. he knows what he's doing yeah he, he yeah. does he's that's not, an important factor i think it is yeah you can recognize it it's uh not as important with a lot of people it seems on instagram as i share to you uh there's a lot of people, everyone and their dog is posting videos of themselves exercising on Instagram. Uh, I don't really see why. I don't, like, I know I post videos of me doing the mobility and stuff, but that's generally actually to get a point across to help people. So, like, you know, I wasn't able to do this, now I can do this. This is why mobility helps. It's not, here's me being able to bench this amount, or here's me being able to squat this. Like, how does that help anyone? Or here's me doing these exercises, look at my arse and my new leggings. Do you know? Or like, look at all my muscles. It's, and, sorry, I've gone avoid, away from the point here, Robbie. You'd have to get rid of that. That's a different <laughs> thing to what you asked. No, no, it's all related. It's uh, a conversation. It's yeah. fine. So, but what you were asking <laughs> yeah, was... But, no, um, no, let's just keep on this little side, Addy. I like it. Right. Um, Just on this then, Mark. So, we have a little bit of a clash here because um, we see that, you know, people can be just posting things for the sake of posting it. But mm. at the same time, sometimes people do this as a source of accountability. Mm, yeah but mm. so is there a clash there or what do, what do you think yeah that's true and I, I've done it myself in the past actually for the accountability mm. thing but like that's actually a fair enough perspective I suppose accountability but if they're doing it to sh- sell stuff you know? isn't that the clash of social media in general that's why I, I suppose kind of I like the idea of um, 
with the, the Gary V fella who I look at constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary would be a man to say now that did document on social media, not create. And the mm-hmm. idea is that what you're doing is actually what you would be doing anyway. Mm. and let it be interesting to people and that's a nice little approach because it makes it see instead of look at me doing this because you might like it mm. it's just look at me and if you don't want to look at me scroll on and mm. there'll be someone else or I don't know I don't know I'm sure Zickelberg has it all figured out along with Bill Gates anyway I'm sure it's in the vaccine now and I haven't got the vaccine but maybe that's all to come anyway yeah but um, yeah social media to be explored to be continued Mark do you want to read this one what one is this this one. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs are quite nice. No. <laughs> Why did you want that to be a TTP? <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it was something you saw. That's social media. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, here's one that I put in. Imagine you were someone who opposed the introduction of electricity to your area in the 1960s or 50s. <laughs> Go on, expand. Well, I don't know. Just imagine it. Like, ah, oh, so yeah, right. Go on, go on. No, I have, a, I have a point to make in reference to this. All right. Well, like, I, th- I think the essence of it there, like, people in the fifties opposed the introduction of electricity. Like, imagine what what were you feeling like? Like, how angry were you? How this man, new final technology coming here, and they think it's going to change our lives? Well, to hell with that. You were grabbing it out of the air again. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? Alright, so I seen a uh, a video this morning on social media someone shared and it's uh to first lad said that Irish people are friendly but not supportive. And then another fella made a video about that video saying that this is something we need to talk about and it's something that's always there and you know as soon as you try to be successful other people don't give it about you. And I felt upset by it at the start and then I realised that because I was like I don't agree with it. I don't think Irish people aren't supportive. I think if that's the way you see other people, or if you're worried about other people not being supportive to you, then that's what you'll see. Like, fuck it. Like, we're doing something weird here. Like, this isn't what normal people do. We are putting ourselves... (laughs) We are putting ourselves out there to be judged or whatever. And people are. There's no way people aren't talking about us behind our back. Or, like, you know, saying, those fucking idiots, who do they think they are? It is happening. Why do I care? you know it happened like uh a few weeks ago someone said something weird to me and i was like i it stuck with me for a while and i was thinking about it and thinking about it and i was like what was said to me was uh jeez you've no fear in you do you and it was said in a weird tone like you know so it's like i wonder why he meant by that but all i said back to him was no i don't right i don't and why should i just because someone else is why should i have fear do you know what is, what is there to be afraid of really like somebody is going to call me stupid and i'm not going to hear it it's going to happen anyway. I say lots of stupid things in real life. So people go home after I've talked to them and say, do you know what that fucking idiot said? He'd have to say like, put butter in your tea or something weird. like." And But now I'm just saying it in public and more people can talk about it. But it seems like I'm not saying that in here. I wouldn't say to someone in real life. So wow, why would I fear? What is there to be afraid of? Like, why is everyone in Ireland so caught up in this fucking nonsense that everyone's talking about? I'm like, who cares? Oh, okay. Wow. Mark, just to, to before I respond, mm. um, you, I know, obviously we're best friends, but like uh, that, that, that response there is like just to think of where and how coherent it is on photo of so many episodes, just to see that growth in a person's um, ability to articulate themselves is absolutely beautiful. So just take that now and 
yeah, put that away somewhere. Now, um, you've mentioned a few things there that I'd like to chime in on there. So, first of all, you mentioned how uh, what we see is what we get or what we're... Um, so, you, you compared it in how that person said that Irish people aren't supportive, but that's more a reflection of what they're they're feeling like they're unsupported. Is that kind of where you were coming from? Yeah. 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 So, the, again, this is like the idea that Carl Jung is that what we see is what we reflect and that whole notion that you know the, I, I think if you, you could pick uh, numerous examples of um people like terence green would going on about or uh, is it terence green the terence the lad that's all about the mushrooms oh um, mckenna terence mckenna sorry mm-hmm. don't know who terence green is sorry <laughs> um he'd be on about the synchronicities and uh you know the idea of coincidence but basically like what we what you it's always happened to me growing up that you'd hear a new word and then a few days later you'd, that word would mm. come up again and what, what we're looking for in this world you will find numerous examples for it so if that person wanted to change their view and see that people were more supportive th- they would find examples to support their view mm. now right um then you also mentioned how people being critical and then a uh, quote that flicked up straight away there jeff bezos said that if you're not willing to be criticized um if you're not willing to hear criticism, then don't do anything valuable or do, don't do anything of meaning or now I'm certainly paraphrasing there. But the idea is that if you're willing to do anything interesting, anything that's a little uh, anything new or mm. different, mm. then be, the criticism is going to come whether you know of it or are tuned into it or not. Mm. And um, there's a man that's pretty old successful. Mm. So now, but then, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You, you, I'm sure there was another point there, but um, what do you make of those two little um, additions to your um, fine soliloquy? Yeah, that's what I meant, basically. It's just that, exactly the Jeff Bezos thing, that came from the Five Bullet Friday again, and we're doing it on Saturday. You are not allowed <laughs> to talk about Five Bullet Friday on Saturday. That's not even, it is Saturday! It's Saturday, alright? <laughs> but yeah, the Jeff Bezos quote is sort of what I was getting at. Like, it, there's, going oh, to be, right, yeah. there's going to be criticism. Well, you signed up though. I don't this need is, to send you the stuff. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, I signed up during the week. <laughs> Tim uh, Ferriss, Five Bullet Friday. It's a great newsletter and a great film recommendations as well. Uh, sign up to it. Yeah, no, sorry. so to tie the two of them together, mm. the message to the lad who made the first video given about Irish people not being supportive is there's going to be criticism. Deal with it. Ah, unbelievable. Yeah. Now? If you don't want to be criticised, go back to fucking... Couldn't Wait, scissors, yeah, this came from electricity though. I'm trying to tie this in. I don't know if we can, but uh, what I love is um, I just love to think about those people because they're people that, that lived and breathed and they loved and they laughed, and yet they didn't like electricity. You know, I suppose I don't know. I just <laughs> I just find a guy, but then I I suppose this is just human nature or whatever. It's not like I'm judging them or whatever. But maybe I am in a weird twenty first century way. But regardless, uh, my grandfather, according to my father, he used to say when someone would say to him at the table, "Ah, oh, but Michael, those are the good old days," and uh, um, or you'd want the good old days back, wouldn't you? And he'd go back, "No, no." <laughs> So he knew, like, growing up, we were born in 1925 or so, like, you know, that, uh, no, no. The, Tough times. The times are better now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it for all the problems out because we have colour television. So I'm sure that was the only reason. <laughs> uh, that was a joke. No. Um, 
Miss Nicola Travers and the thank you gift. So this is a mm. shout out to Miss Nicola Travers, who um, she was the youth young social innovators teacher in my transition year, and she's a loyal fan of Paper Tuesdays. And um, <laughs> she thought she thought this little boy here um, Zumba, but no, uh, Mark says he didn't do Zumba. Oh no. well, maybe I did. I did. I think I did. You think you did? I don't remember doing it, but I think I did do Zumba. <laughs> That's a fair reflection of your secondary school days there, Mark. It's not a reflection on Miss Travers' <laughs> no, teaching. It's just no. my interests were elsewhere at the yes. time. Namaste, Miss Travers. But um, I had to say, I, when, uh, when she sent the message and she followed us on the Instagram, that's at, at Paper Juices on Instagram, She, um, what sprung into my mind was the fact that for her, you know the way in transition year, you just give thank you gifts and there might be a voucher for somewhere or flowers or something. Mm. But anyway, I was involved in the thank you committee in the, my transition year and I, I wanted to throw a bit of a quirk in here. And so, so what do you think I got, Miss Travers, there? Well, sorry, we as the thank you committee, the formal in, in, um, inaugurated committee. What do we get, uh, Miss Travers? Okay. No, no, okay. no, not the white stuff. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hamster. I got her arms. I was just going to correct myself because I'm dedicated to it. Could have been a gimmick pick. I'm not sure now from memory, but anyway. Why? Uh, why? <laughs> she loved animals, so just. <laughs> oh. oh, and how did she respond? How did she respond? Well, see, I was given. I was announcing the prizes, so I did our prizes. <laughs> <laughs> the gift so I didn't have to give it to her but I, I'd say she was surprised to see the little guinea pig running around there but uh, I don't know if she still has it or how she got on but it is a, a guinea pig is for life not just <laughs> oh that's brilliant that's so good and she didn't even mention it in the no but I'm going to bring it up yeah. <laughs> I said I'd save it for the podcast and then that's I said now Miss Travers where's the guinea pig what did you do with it wow <laughs> so Mark, you had hernia problems when you were in secondary mm. school, yes. That was yeah. my name for a while. Yes, it was. Really helping. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how old was I? Probably 16. I gave myself a hernia from lifting weights. I was going too heavy, too hard, and I didn't really know what I was doing. So, I gave myself an ingual hernia in my right hip. So, my intestines pushed out through my musculoskeletal system. And so, basically, I have... I don't. Actually, I never got taken out, so I don't know if it dissolved or not, but I had a metal grid right here. Oh, you got right. My right hip. Uh, I still have a scar there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I winked at the camera. Oh, you at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do get an awful good job of like raising the eyebrows into the camera. So that's all right. Um, <laughs> <We're playing around. laughs> I'm just going to give it a wink though. <laughs> So hernias, yeah, mm. but uh, they'd be a rare enough injury for it. I know that you overexert yourself or whatever with mm. the with the area that, um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could be a great doctor, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why I just wanted to discuss hernias and you know maybe get them out into the open. You know, like every health issue, you know, we need to discuss it more. So yeah, yeah. it was awfully painful actually when I done mm. it, like. I couldn't really move much at all. I was sort of stuck in one position. For Did a you while. feel like there was a bit of a 
reluctant, uh, hesitant, like, did people not understand what a hernia was and they were kind of jeering you just because they didn't know what it was? Or? Uh, no, I didn't really care, to be honest. Oh, like, right, it was okay. sort of, I talk, took it as a joke as well, ah, right. because I kind, kind of wanted a break as well, and plus I got to wear my own shoes to school for a while, so Ooh. I was uh, happy enough. Very yeah. good, very good. I used NX shoes for actually everything for a while, so that's <laughs> <laughs> probably why I was called hernia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to use my filter and not give an example to chime back on what something I used to go. <laughs> I'm really struggling here now. But tact is something that I'm developing. Anyhow, uh, what have we got here? Life is a precious gift. Uh, you said that just in passing yesterday in saying how, you know, you're going to stop consuming certain types of social media. Let's just leave it at that part yeah. right there. And... Um, I was just taken by that, you know, not often do we hear, I was actually working on my laptop and I thought, wow, here I am enjoying this precious gift and I am typing on a laptop. Mm. So, do you always think of life as a precious gift, Mark? No, clearly not because that why else would I be looking at that stuff on social media if I always thought it was, but then mm. I got so... This is... One moment. <laughs> Loading. It's again me giving out about what other people do on social media, even though I'm a prime culprit of posting shite that no one else cares about except me. Nasal breathing. Nasal breathing, bending over in weird ways constantly. Like, nobody else cares, but I do it. Self-control. Self-control. Sorry, buddy. Um, so I'm all for it. Like, nasal breathing, 100%. You have to do it now. Sorry. Yeah, look, why are we wasting our time looking at frivolous shit? Like, there's so many... There's only so many things you can think about in your whole life before it's over or so many things you can focus your attention on before your life is over and it just like goes like that so why would you like waste it on this stuff that we're being fed like we're not even thinking it ourselves it's being fed to us you know and that's where we're putting our mental calories with what we're spending it on is shit we don't care about it's being advertised to us yeah um uh, sometimes back though like i i wonder the, the things that come up on social media they're they're new and why are they new it's because we're coming up with new things that are about us you know whereas before we were struggling to oh but then this is kind of over romanticizing the past but i'm just thinking like oh people in the past didn't have to think about these issues that are now coming up on social media related to personal appearance um is it because we just need to have something to to perfect something to prune something to um develop and sometimes it's our own images i think it's competition isn't it it's competition yeah looking better than someone else or yeah or getting more likes or maybe less since they got rid of the likes but it's all uh, a show isn't it like you're you're displaying yourself you're putting yourself on display you're yeah Probably we should have got the mic. Hopefully we'll have Robbie on soon because um, we should have got you hooked up. You would have been great for that. Um, we kind of dipped into this when you, when you were on that, those many weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sometimes I know these are always related TTPs that we discuss, and it's brilliant. And I'm sure. Uh, look, ever we get a great sense into a great enjoyment out of delving into them. But um, what I love is so many of these discussions don't come to definitive resolutions. Like we're we're just. We're trying to look at... Well, I, I don't know if it's we can categorically say that it's competition or it's looking to be better than someone. Um, but, like, I, I, I see that, too. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just something that's true. It's a perspective. It's whatever way you see it. Maybe that's just the way I see it. Other people see it. And I don't really see it that way at all. I'm either. Yeah. It's just fun. It's jokes. It's memes. It's 
seeing what someone you haven't seen in a while is up to you're able to reply and say oh that's cool where did you learn that or maybe you know where did you get that thing that might help me you know it is useful yeah it's not all stupid it's just whatever way you frame it i suppose and these things change hmm. that's a nice little uh conclusion there mm-hmm. uh where are we going now now oh jenny mm-hmm. no i'm going somewhere else um do things when you can that's fair enough right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I meant there was just like when you can do something do it and be all, yeah I don't know I don't know sorry anyway, here right I was going I was avoiding these two ones because they're deep and we're, we've gone deep but lads we're going deeper okay mm. come with us here consumption of other people's lives that came from Emer Byrne and mm. this is related actually Mark to do we actually have personalities or are we just reflecting the information we consume Mm. Boom. What? Well, what do you think? It's, uh, it's a question. I suppose I posed. Jesus Christ! What did I do then? Uh, no, oh, I it's a two. That's Ocean Cook screensaver. Ah, okay. yes, Ocean Cook. Follow uh, him on the Instagram. Yeah, it's a question. Like, do are we? Do we have personalities, or are we reflecting what we've been told from the start, the very start? Like, what your parents yeah. show you, you reflect. Isn't it what kids don't? Monkey do, see, monkey, monkey do. see, monkey do. Yeah. Is that not? the whole fucking thing I'm getting at here like is that just monkey see monkey do like we're talking about all this depth and self-development and all this shit like when someone might not care about it because they're what they consume is none of this like yes and that has struck me before yeah um yeah um because I'm yeah, not it, the same person right I'm not the same person I was when I was 18 I'm not the same person I was when I was 24 I'm not the same person I was Six months ago. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, we're not the same people from the start of this podcast. You know, mm. We're just changing every week. You don't know who we are. Again, yeah, the vaccine. It, and it all depends on what you consume, <laughs> I think. It, it all depends. Yes, okay, yeah. Well, like, there are so many little... You gave monkey see, monkey do there. You're the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. Like, yeah. yeah. We are mirrors, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> you're a person as well. <laughs> you're, you're not a mirror. Man. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Um, but thanks, Steamer Bird, for sending in the TTP because she she's gone off the social media a bit, and um, she she was fed up consuming other people's lives, and she started said she started living her own. But is it mm, a gas how? Yeah. Isn't it, guess how the first step of it is like living your own life. One of the things she's taken up is something as simple, simple as knitting and colouring in. So like, I, I just, like, this is something I'd like to gear. I know maybe sometimes we might come across pre I don't know if this is the case, but sometimes like, because we're like saying, just get up early, man. Just do it. Or whatever. Jocko winning. Joe Rogan. Woo! Woo! <laughs> But what I'm saying is like, they are first steps, they are humble beginnings and whatever comes of that will flower and develop and that's the beauty of it. It's not that, you know, you have to be this mad raging machine that just is incredible at fitness and everything. If it results in you feeling happier, colouring in, well, sure isn't that what it is? Isn't that fine, man? That's what it is and like, it, you don't tyrannise yourself either. Like, it's not about, I wake up, and do push-ups and do this and then that and then cold showers and all this shit and it's yeah. like oh we're such hard men we go do yeah. this shit it's not it's so you're happy afterwards yeah. you know yeah. like it's there's a couple of simple things you have to do every day in order to feel happy 
Mm. And that get them done. That's basically it. It's not, you know, you need to do this because you're useless or pathetic yeah. or anything like that. It's so you'll feel better. Just do these few things yeah. and that's it. And then enjoy the rest of your day. Do whatever you want with it. Yeah. That's that's it, like. Wow. That's oh sometimes when we conclude topics like that, that 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 just nailed it, Mark. Well done. Well Thank done. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah. I bought DJ decks. Oh, what what? Yeah, yesterday I bought DJ decks. You're gonna be a DJ? No, not at all. I want to learn it. You what? I want to learn it because I used to play mu- uh, music when I was younger, like guitar and piano and stuff mm. like. And I got out of it, and I've wanted to learn a mu- uh, an instrument lately. And I, like my favorite type of music is house and techno music, really. So I listened to a lot of it. So I said, "Look, I'm going to be useless at this. I know nothing about it. I'm going to buy these the cheapest decks I can get, and I'm going to start learning how to mix music. I've been watching tutorials already. I know nothing. I'm useless at it, but I'm going to learn. And it's um, it's a z- point zero for me. Like I'm starting at point zero here." So I can build from there. It's a beautiful link there to our last little piece, and just you know, being, just taking something that you go start at point zero, as you said. Um, I can't believe that we had a DJ Kino on, and now you're you're going. That's to... sort of what spurred it. Not re, not totally. Like it sort of actually started with Dylan Moore when he came yeah. on, and I was like, I was like, I've always liked house music and things and I've, that's been my favorite type of music and i never thought like you know i could give that a go or whatever and then i met someone who actually does it and i was like oh this is something that somebody actually can do it doesn't just come out of nowhere so that showed me that someone can do it and then i talked to keen again last week and it sort of spurred on me like not to offend keen but anyone can do it like you know so i'm gonna try to learn and you know it might not work out i don't plan on playing at Tomorrowland. i just plan no. on trying to learn a few simple things and maybe it might improve other areas but i like, suppose mark if since we are the ceos of the market house festival it's just <laughs> something that we have to do you know um, yeah 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 it's part of the part of the job description yeah so there you have it <laughs> but best of luck with it mark brilliant thank you i'm looking forward to akira the don like sets uh from <laughs> I wonder will you remix Paper Tuesday's episodes <laughs> have the monk on them. <laughs> Just look at the flower, flower, flower. Saint Augustine. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, you have the shoes for it as well. They yeah. are jazzy shoes as well. Yeah, look at that now. No, we won't show you the scar, but we'll show you the shoes. <laughs> um, uh, just on a related topic, Mark, my recommendation of the week is make a schedule. It makes you happier and you get more done. And you'd mm. swear now that I made that up on the spot, but that's how I worded it last night when I was preparing for this show. So yeah, make a schedule. I've started it since January 1st and I love it. Um, but you know, sometimes like you're going to mess up as well with the schedule. I do all the time put a little X and I try and do better the next day that's all you can do in life I'm just talking now like my dentist we actually have a thing <laughs> in my family where we uh, the dentist that I go to um, he's very descriptive and he goes in I'm just going in around the back now and I'm going in about the back fillers and he talks yeah, it's very comforting you know when you're you, the man that with this pointy tool is in your mouth that you know he's just he's just putting you at ease and he, that's just his manner and his way and he's going he uses his hands a lot so yeah he goes, he's an art club art so <laughs> I you end up with that oh stuff. really <laughs> Puts his pointy tool in your mouth. He uses his hands a lot. Is this John Kavna? No, uh, no, he's no. my dentist. All oh, right. He called me an arsehole for, <laughs> for smoking before when I was younger. You spoke back. You're an arsehole. <laughs> he, he was ahead of his time, really, for podcasts. John Kavna. You're an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're calling. <laughs>
<laughs> We're gonna have to beep his name. You're gonna have so many. I'm not ready Why are we so bad in the Olympics? Do we? Sometimes I hear that we say we don't invest. We do okay in boxing, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm, we do okay in boxing. Why are we so bad? We've no athletes like wrestling. Do we invest enough in it? No, not at all. We're not. <laughs> we're not a genetically gifted oh, species right. either, really. Like, but um, um, I'm fucking subtitle myself here. But mm. in secondary school, I remember what was maths teacher's name that ran the athletics. Really uh, Miss McCarty's sister. Is it? Oh, sorry, Mr. McCarty's sister. Miss McCarty. Um, no, no, different one. Tall lady. Oh. But um, anyways, she tried because I was doing boxing at the time, so I would have been fairly fit. Like she was trying to get me to do the running, and like I just saw athletics as kind of like it's not really sport, is it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, women frowned upon by lads, GA lads, and soccer lads and stuff. Is, mm. You know, if you're doing athletics, you're not really doing sport so I think there could be some sort of reputation around it in schools around Ireland maybe not now but definitely when I was in school I would have never went near athletics even though I may have been very good at it yeah it's an interesting sport it's like swimming or they they require a lot of discipline don't they and um, what's the other thing about athletics Ashton did athletics but she she feels that she started too young and then she was fed up with it when she was in her late teens so she gave it up so Mm. like it's um it seems demanding that's just me I, I see it as training I don't see athletics right. as competition do you know what Robbie was saying there mm. like it's seen as you know sprinting is training for football or hurling mm. and like everything else is, is like why would you do that what's the point in sprinting for the point of sprinting like mm. so maybe that's why it's seen that way mm. yeah but I don't think even like badminton and stuff like people in my PE class or a class of badminton but they never think of doing it like yeah and it's just like oh yeah we're you don't even see that Mark yeah no people never do it but badminton's fun and it's hard and it's, it's, hard, good. it's yeah. sport like I love it yeah. I love playing it but like geez, if you go home and say I'm not playing Harlan anymore badminton <laughs> as far as that yeah so more more athletics more badminton more Damien Marshall should be in charge of the GA He'd be a good podcast guest. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear is right. Can um, we pick instead? Right, we'll do Liam Dunn as well. But oh, can yeah. we pick a page from the Gory Guardian? Seeing as it's oh, here. Right. Brilliant idea. Go on, Robbie. Pick up number. Uh, um, what's the uh, like probably one and <laughs> seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Uh, I'll go thirteen. Thirteen. You know where all the good stuff is at the front. What more could you say? Fourteen. Thirteen. Robbie Dunn named world's greatest sex machine. <laughs> now I wonder why he picked that number. <laughs> number thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> all the most letters to the editor of Paper Chooses. Yeah. Texaco art competition launch. <laughs> The search to find the young artists who will excel in this year's Texaco Children's Art Competition has begun. Uh, closing date is Wednesday, 24th of March. Details available through Texaco service stations online at texacochildrensart.com. 
It's also two old men walking through the woods. Mm. Not holding hands. No. No, they're two meters apart. Yeah, good on them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, did you ever have an inclination to do with Exco art entry? No, no, no. No. Um, I always got on to my sister. She's good at the art and, and she got on to her so much that she now it's a jeer. So she, she will never enter it. So that's a lesson to us all. Not to be too... Um, oh, what would you say? Explicit in your demands or mm-hmm. nagging at people? <laughs> Don't nag at people. Draw the fucking giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, Robbie, did you ever want to do Texaco art? Uh, I was always terrible at art. Oh. Yeah, but um, again, another thing that was like, you know, oh, someone won Texaco art competition. Oh. Oh, do you think? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely had a preconception of art that I just wasn't good enough, so I was not going to put it down in first year. But like, I, I, I think I should have given an old shot just for the old crack. Yeah. So it's interesting, it's isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But you don't. Uh, um, the growth mindset. Um, that book by Dweck is the surname anyway. Carol Dweck. And um, she's a big into the fixed mindset is, oh, I'm so-and-so. And uh, the growth mindset, I can get better on it. I'm always learning, da-da-da-da-da. And from that book that was written, I'd say, 10 years ago at this stage, just burned off a lot of um, self-development books uh, as a result. But uh, the point of it is, um, she people that are taught with the fi- with the growth mindset idea um, within just a few sessions uh, can draw much better. So I just think that that idea of, art even I, I even shared that view of like oh I was never good at art but then hey it's just, hey, it's just interesting shut up sorry <laughs> that was fair enough <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't to you <laughs> I'm very sensitive Georgie Georgie who is it 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 so as Georgie's left the room, we might uh, have a look at Limo. Uh, do you want to? Oh yes, else? will I? One to two 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 eight eight. Um, we'll pick a number. Two hundred and thirty six. Well, maybe there isn't. Two, no, there is two three six. In a newspaper interview with journalist Chrissy O'Connor earlier that day, I joked I'd been caught for everything else, so it would be no surprise if I got done for failing a drugs test. But to tell the truth, I wasn't laughing as I was led into a tiny room just away from the dressing rooms. <laughs> explosive. <laughs> explosive. That's the best one yet. Uh, yeah. We probably should give a bit of context there, but <laughs> we can't. We can't. You can only read one line. The only way to do this is to get the man himself on. Yeah. To be continued. They are subject to random drug tests, so that's why. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you were back in 96, you were probably. <laughs> <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty strenuous though, though. You, you, the, someone in the admin team of the senior hurdlers would have to text the drug people when um, they're training and they can just come up randomly. It's mad, really? isn't it? Yeah. So there you are. We're going to start imposing those here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> White stuff. White stuff. <laughs> uh, horoscope. We haven't done one in a while. Yeah, we'll do well. someone for someone random like Liam or something. I don't know. Uh, do you want to? We channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll look up, I'll look up what star signs I'm going to 
Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing. Oh, yeah, wow. Pack any. Let's do a pack any. I was gone. only thinking yesterday of it. <laughs> I saw a picture of him when he was younger today, and he looked very dashing. <laughs> was the one with him in sunglasses? Yeah, kind of. They were, weren't sunglasses, but they were like rings, you know, those fake ones that people get. And is he doing the thumbs up thing? I don't know. Oh. He's very close on his face. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> the 29th of January what would that be that'd be an Aquarius yeah. wow oh it's only his birthday was just passed a few days ago then yeah. um, Mark would you like to chime in on this uh, horoscope how I, can I do that I like when I take a breath then you take over. I don't know okay right let's go <laughs> move the dial you said Pat well the moon is moving at the moment uh, <laughs> it's what <laughs> <laughs> That was very good. <laughs> the moon is moving into you. <laughs> the moon is moving into new face. This will bring you opportunities for you and new guests to have on your show. Uh, be it mindful though that the retreat of Mercury into Aries out of Scorpio is going to mean that you might have another row over a hedge. But... Be, be it's okay the, st- the waters will calm and you'll go uh, swimming in docky a little bit more because of the um, the the ascent of uh, Jupiter in your stars Pat the man who <laughs> called you a bollocks <laughs> bad things are going to happen to him <laughs> I think that's informative and I think Pat will be happy with that I think so yes yes Pat that's your horoscope Aquarius <laughs> You can always get in touch with us. We are Paper Tuesdays. We're on Instagram at Paper Tuesdays. You can find us at papertuesdays.com. You can email Mark, Mark at papertuesdays.com. Michael at papertuesdays.com. Patreon.com forward slash papertuesdays. Robbie at papertuesdays.com. And um, we're going to have merch soon. And that's exciting. And um, we have this camera now, Mark. So do you want to look into the camera and just um, say something? Something. (laughs) We've been Michael and Mark and Robbie. You've been fantastic. We're Paper Tuesdays. Have see you next week. <laughs> Thank you. Have a next week. <laughs> Have a next week. <laughs> As Adam Spencer used to say, "Good night, good morrow, good morning, afternoon time." <laughs> <laughs>